Fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? I want me gold. Also joined by intern Corey. What's up? Oh, what's up, me laddies? Happy <laughs> St. Patrick's Day to ya. Uh yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day, people. What um I hope you're enjoying Shamrock Shakes and watching Leprechaun, because that's pretty much the amount of celebration I usually do. Are you hungover yet, or is that going to be later? Like, have you been celebrating for a couple of days, or is it just starting today? You should already be drinking if you're listening to this episode, even though we release it at, what, like 4 a.m.? Yeah, they come out 4 a.m. Yeah, start drinking immediately. <laughs> so we usually watch it. We usually buy a couple of Guinnesses and watch a Dropkick Murphys live stream. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we are party animals over here at my undisclosed location. So last year, we had this terrible idea where me and Anna said, we're going to watch all of Leprechaun by St. Patrick's Day, starting at the beginning of the month. And, you know, like, after, like, not even saying, like, the fifth one is the one that does this, but, like, after, like, four Leprechaun movies, it really starts wearing on you. You're like, uh, he wants his gold, he speaks in rhymes, he dances around jauntily, and it's the same. So I don't ever recommend doing that. Don't. Don't try to do, I tried one time to do a straight binge of all eight Leprechaun movies. Yeah, it's rough. I was not, I was not able to form complete sentences for a week. I don't know how you got past the first one and was like, yeah, let's go to the second one. There was a, like, I was like, point in this movie, I was like, it's gotta be almost over. And I hit the like details thing that tells you there was like half an hour still left. I'm like, what are they gonna do? Oh, they're gonna search for four leaf clovers for 15 minutes. That's what they're gonna do. Dude, so I've seen this movie way too many times. I realize oh, yeah. I don't know why I've seen this movie so many well, times. It, because it used to be on television all the time, especially yeah. like that was it was on what sci-fi like every St. Patrick's Day. It probably still is. Well, sci-fi has their own sci-fi original Leprechaun movie that's a direct sequel to the first one. Yeah, Leprechaun yeah, Returns. I've yes. seen. Which it's uh, in that it's funny they get like the Jennifer Aniston voice double on the phone to talk to her daughter. <laughs> yep, because Jennifer Aniston's like, no, no, yeah. I'm never touching that franchise again. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this up because she's. <laughs> For years, distanced herself from this movie. And someone asked her in an interview, they're like, why do you hate Leprechaun? Like, why do you not like to talk about it? One, the balls on this person to even ask this. I applaud. But she's like, I don't hate it. I'm just kind of embarrassed by my early career choices. I'm like, that's the same thing. Yeah, I could see, though. Of, But I don't... I'm trying to think of anything else Jennifer Aniston's been in that I like. Like, I don't like Friends... Most of the movies she's in, I don't really like. So this is probably my favorite of her movies. <laughs> See, like if if her if she was at a con and her autograph, you know, wouldn't be like three hundred dollars, I would definitely have her take my Leprechaun Blu-ray in and make her sign it. Well, okay, <laughs> like I probably kicked like, out. She was in Office Space. That was good. Bruce oh, Almighty yeah. was good, like, but not really. 
anymore. I like yeah. Bruce Almighty. It's it was I. Yeah, I liked. I remember liking it when I was a kid. A funny story because I just saw her rumor has it poster or whatever on her letterbox. There's um a flea market here in town, and for some reason they had a poster of that signed by her, like in one of the booths. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. All right, but Leprechaun from 1993, starring Jennifer Aniston and Warwick Davis. Yes. Dude. You want to talk about a guy who's had a wild career. Warwick Davis started out playing an Ewok and somehow had this huge horror franchise like spawn from it. I mean, let, he played the Leprechaun in every single movie except for, you know, the WWE one that we, we, we won't ever mention again. And uh, Leprechaun Returns. Yeah, and so I, don't, I think it was this one. I know it was one of the Leprechaun movies. He was filming the same time as some other, like, I don't know if it was Ewoks or something like that, but he was pulling double duty for it. it was, yeah, it was either Ewoks or Willow. I can't remember which one. So Warwick Davis is the only thing that makes any of these movies like tolerable. I disagree. I like the Leprechaun movies. I, I said yeah. it's hard to get past a thousand of them in a row, but I actually quite like them. Well, he's, like, the only part of it that's, like, any fun whatsoever. Like, most of the actors suck. Even Jennifer Aniston, like, is not good. Are you saying that Carolyn... Are you saying that Carolyn Williams in Part 3 well, is bad? No, she's Corey, good, you went exactly but, where I was going. But she she's was in it for what, like... She's in that for, like, ten minutes. She's in it for, like, most of the movie. She is? I haven't seen it in a while. She gets, she gets the duck face and her butt blows up. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but enough about this. Let's get into this thing. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Hey, um, hey. What were, When did you guys see this the first time? Were we all young when oh, we God. saw this? Well, Corey, this came out in 93. Never mind. <laughs> I was 10. Alright. <laughs> I definitely I'm, saw it in, like, elementary school. I, I'm sorry you two were still seminal fluid at this point. I was alive! I was. This was when I was born! <laughs> Just remember, I saw Hocus Pocus in theaters, Brett. <laughs> Which, that I'm jealous of. He took his um, kids. I would take your extreme age to see Hocus Pocus <laughs> in theaters. I mean, I do click when I walk up the stairs now. <laughs> Wasn't it in July as well? It was such a horrible release. Yeah, but um, I probably saw this, I would say, late 90s, early 2000s for the first time. Like, it was one of those, you know, once me and my friends could start going unsupervised to the video store. And we just rented, like, every horror movie available. Well, yeah, this is definitely one of those ones where it's like you see that cover and it's like Evil Bong or what was the other one I've talked about before, Greg, of like you see the cover and it's just like I've never seen the movie, but I've seen that cover so many times. Yeah, mine was similar like that. It was like the video store thing with my friends when we were younger. Uh, This, Critters, those type of movies were like big like sleepover hangout movies that we would watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Puppet Masters were big for us. No, it's insane that Mark Jones said he started like writing this in 1985. It's because he put so much effort into the Leprechaun character. It's like you were working on this for like eight years, and then you filmed it, and then you got Leprechaun. 
Dude, you can kind of tell this is the tail end of the slasher's boom. Like, the slasher yeah. boom's dead at this what? point. But there's still some churning out, and Leprechaun happened to come after the boom. If this would have came out in the 80s, I feel like it would have been huge, way more loved. Yeah, at this point, they're like, what else do we have? What else can be a slasher? <laughs> they're like, shit, we already did the dentist. Leprechaun. <laughs> Ice Cream Man's next. <laughs> this is the edema of slasher films. Does this yeah. not feel, though, like it's in the Ice Cream Man universe? That or Pumpkinhead, where it's like those all these three movies take place in the same town. They feel like they have the same like style to them. Yeah, yeah I would see that. You want to know what movie doesn't feel like it was in the same universe, but they almost made it so? They were going to do oh. a Leprechaun versus <laughs> Candyman movie. Which is insane. Like, those what? two things do not go together. Not at no. all. Candyman is so serious and good. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. just, like, fun good. It's a good movie. Like, what? Right. And do you know the reason it never happened? Why? Intelligence? Tony Todd was like, hell no. I was hope so. Yeah, he's like, no, no, that's not gonna, like, how does the Candyman get the gold coin? It gets stuck in his, like, rib cage with the bees. Yeah, Tony Todd was put the nail in the coffin of that crossover. But yeah, he said like, yes to Death House. Everyone said yes to Death House. That's true. It should have been like Candyman versus like the Cenobites, like the Hellraisers. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we get some opening credits at the beginning of the Leprechaun's Counting as Gold, and Mr. O'Grady comes home to his, like, farmhouse. But he comes home in a limousine, and he has the Leprechaun's Gold, but he doesn't reveal it yet. His wife is like, Mr. O'Grady, what has gotten into you? And he walks in with, like, he goes, I thought you went to Ireland. I'm not doing that the whole time. To get your mother's ashes. He's like, oh, I got something better. He takes out the urn and smashes it, and he has all the leprechaun's gold, and he's rich now. That's why he's getting dropped off by a limousine and everything. Thank you, Jones. He gets out of the limousine, throws his empty Jameson bottle on the ground like, I'm done with you. So he's finished the whole bottle, stumbles up to his wife. His wife's like, what the fuck did you do? You got drunk and blew all of our money because like, she's immediately like, we cannot afford this limousine. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he says he caught a leprechaun and made him give him his gold, which I want to see that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I need a leprechaun prequel where that fat bastard can actually catch a leprechaun. <laughs> but in the house, Mrs. O'Grady hears a child's voice in his suitcase. And let's take a minute and think about this. Her husband <laughs> just got back from Ireland, already being weird. He showed up in a limousine, is talking about leprechauns, has a bunch of gold. And now, in her opinion, to be honest, like, crap, he kidnapped the child in his suitcase isn't far out of the... Realm of possibility with everything else. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, what did he get into in Ireland? Is this where all the money comes from? Are you a human trafficker now? No, bad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. O'Grady! <laughs> Leprechaun pops out of a suitcase and scares her down the stairs. She falls <laughs> down and dies. Oh, sorry, lass. Forgot to tell you to watch your step. Mr. O'Grady comes back in and goes, Honey, I hit the gold. We're all good. Like, clapping his hands, all proud of himself. But the leprechaun brings him tea. Where do you hide me? Where do you hide it, Dan? Tell me. He's saying it in his wife's voice at first. Yes. 
It's something about like, oh, Mrs. O'Grady uh, makes a hell of a pot of tea. <laughs> but this sets up our lore because Mr. O'Grady holds up a four-leaf clover and Leprechaun's cowering like Dracula from across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, is this a thing in like Leprechaun folklore or do they take... I'm assuming they take a lot of liberties, but is there anything like where they fear shamrocks? Because I always saw them I don't depicted know. like with shamrocks in their hat. I always thought yeah. they liked them. Yeah, I thought that was like like a thing for them. I, I never. I maybe if they, maybe once they've gone evil, it's I don't just, know. It's just like the writer was just like fuck. What do I know about leprechauns? Pot of gold, lucky charms, four leaf clover, green um, shoes, buckles. <laughs> but drunk. he shoots at the leprechaun but Lep runs to the basement he gets down there, shoots him and locks him in the crate and places the clover on top and he goes to burn the crate like he's dumping gas on this burn in hell you little green bastard but he has a heart attack which seems like a bad idea because won't that set the four leaf clover on fire and make it go away so the leprechaun can get free again that's what I thought well, what are you supposed to do? Fire it into his mouth with a slingshot? <laughs> or just Whoa, leave Greg, him there. You're getting it. You're getting ahead of yourself, man. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's our opening. And then we get to a ten years like solid opening. I'm not gonna lie, I'm invested. Yeah, though not a bad opening. <laughs> this is right up there with Jaws and Scream. Oh, you sure. know, best horror opening scenes of all time. Oh wonderful, yeah. 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 Of course. Ten years Wait, later, we just, card. We just compare Leprechaun to Jaws. <laughs> Greg did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I agreed with it. I did it sarcastically. Uh, nope. All was true. Ten years later, Jennifer Aniston, Tori, I don't remember her last name, but and her dad are moving into this new house, which is the house we just saw in North Dakota. And she is not happy gave... about this at all. I don't think they ever gave him a last name. I think I they do. Yeah, Tori Redding, because in the sequel, oh. The Returns, which I just watched recently, they address her as that. Yeah. Well, not her, but anyway. Yeah. She's not happy with this house, and she's like, oh, it's awful. She's Is she supposed to be a teenager or a young adult? I'm guessing oh. in her 20s, because she has, like, a, doesn't she have a car and whatnot? And she wants to get a hotel room by herself and stuff. Well, she's so. in the Jeep. Her and her dad came in the same vehicle. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But anyway, she goes down to the basement, and there's a random tarantula in the basement. Not yeah. a spider, a straight-up tarantula. It's like the Here's armadillo my... showing up in Dracula. It's like, what, no? Say, <laughs> the tarantula is a tropical spider. Yes. And we're in North Dakota, which is <laughs> legendary for its brutal winters, as it shares a border with Canada. Right. Yeah. And this is Brain 10 plus. years after the uh, O'Grady's have died. And you're going to expect yeah. me to believe that a tarantula survived all this time? Yeah. And they didn't strike me yeah, as a tarantula owning people either. No, I didn't see a single Black Sabbath poster or Blacklight poster. No. no. And those are prerequisites to owning a tarantula. <laughs> you actually cannot buy one unless you prove that you have those things. But she goes outside to call for a hotel, and I love her cell phone, by the way. Oh, yeah. The giant flip phone. It's like the size of, like, a switch. <laughs> hey. Which... Hey. 
Those. Corey remembers I know what we've done. <laughs> the stick phones with the rotary dial where you had to hold the piece up to your ear and just like hold the stick phone. Hey! <laughs> hey! Beep, 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 beep. But no, but but legitimately, operator, please put me through. And there's a switchboard with a cell phone. I need Pennsylvania six five thousand, please. Telegram here. We, we all talked like that back then. We all, you know, had that really weird, afflicted, old timey accent. But no, my mom legit had a cell phone. It wasn't red, but it was the same style. She also had the one. It was. It looked like a medic's bag. <laughs> that you had to actually hang the cell phone up on, and it didn't work unless it was plugged in. <laughs> also, Tori, Jennifer Aniston's character, is so set up of, like, all she cares about is her things. I want to get back to California. Um, ooh, what are you eating? I only eat salads. Like, they're driving at home about, like, how she is. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's very much the, oh, city girl in the country, like, oh, yes. movie with this. Until she bumps into the big hunky guy, and then she's like, oh, hi, I guess I'll stay in this rundown house with the cobwebs, teehee. <laughs> That's exactly where we are, because she bumps into Nathan, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, here, and tries paying him off, and he's insulted by this. Hold up, is Leprechaun a Hallmark, Hall- Hallmark Christmas movie? With the role, yeah, pretty much. Seems like it. Damn. <laughs> in fact, it doesn't take place on St. Patrick's Day. Only one movie in the entire series does, and that's two. Yeah. This is a Hallmark Christmas movie. Definitely. <laughs> but she likes him. She decides to stay, like you said. And then we're introduced to Ozzy and Alex. Um, dude, did you guys see the name of their painting company? They're all the house painters, by the way. It, it's it? just called Three Guys That Paint. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. This is like such an 80s and 90s thing of there's like the nine-year-old kid with the adult friend. And that's fine. Nobody questions it. No, it's fine. Just, yeah, just go go play with the kid, you fully grown man. <laughs> well, let's be and- honest. Ozzy's a little stunted. Yes. Um, Ozzy is played by Francis from Pee-wee's yes. Big Adventure, and <laughs> where are they hosing him off at, is all I can think of all the time when he's on screen. He also played John Wayne Gacy. That's yes, he did. Bizarre. Yes, he did. I kind of forgot about I used to have that on VHS. I've yet to see it, but that's another one of the ones of, like, I've always seen that cover, and it's like, one of these days I want to watch it. It's probably it one, horrible. It's very bad. I bought it when the local video store was selling off all their VHS <laughs> to switch over to DVD before they went out of business like two years later. We have all our characters pretty much at this point. Tori goes down to the basement to talk to Nathan, and they're about to open the crate, but they hear Ozzy screaming and they leave, and they go up and Ozzy has somehow painted himself blue. They're also painting this house the worst colors imaginable. It's like the worst color of like toy blue and like fire engine red, and they're not even painting it well. 
Like that's they're painting this like shittiest siding in the world of like they didn't scrape the old paint off. They're just painting over the old paint that's all cracked. <laughs> they they didn't rehang the shutters, like the ones still like hanging half off. They just, just like they, it. they just run up and just throw the paint on. They're like, that's fine. They don't use brushes <laughs> or anything. But I mean, I guess this is what you get when you hire a company called Three Guys That Paint. I'm so glad you brought this up because there's literally like it's just a spot in the middle and they're using like an artist paintbrush of red. <laughs> like yeah. it would take them an eternity to go through. You know their Yelp review is three guys who paint poorly. If we ever incorporate this thing, we should just call the company Three Guys Who Podcast. I mean, I'm sure it's probably out there, but yes, it fits. But they Ozzy goes in to clean himself up, and he hears a kid singing. He follows the voice to the basement, and he hears the bo- it coming from the box, and he brushes off like the dust, but inadvertently brushes off the four-leaf clover, and the leprechaun breaks out of the box. The leprechaun explodes out of this box. It's just so insane that it has that the four-leaf clover has that kind of power to where, like, when you see it now, it's been ten years, so it's all, like, dry and crumbly looking, but it was still, like, doing its job, I guess. The leprechaun busted out of that crate like a wrestler busts out of a surprise birthday present left on the the ring. Exactly. But doesn't he make some comment about his shoes or something because he's a shoemaker by trade? Oh, immediately starts talking about shoes. I was thinking that the Ming Chin played the leprechaun. Dude, he's, like, obsessed with this, like... But they drop it after this movie and never touch it again. Well, because this is this leprechaun. Every other leprechaun movie is a different leprechaun. Until leprechaun returns. Exactly. Still. But, yeah, like, he, so he goes to shine Ozzy's Converse Chuck Taylors. <laughs> yes. A shoe that legendarily does not need shining. No, the worse, the more beat up they are, the better they look. (laughs) And Ozzy gets away, and Leprechaun goes to slam the door on him at the top of the basement, but Ozzy's able to just pull it open. He's like, hmm, not strong enough yet. Need me gold. (laughs) It's it's almost like exactly Frey versus Jason. Of Freddy's like, not strong enough yet. Better let Jason have some more fun. Oh my god, is that what they would have did for the Candyman versus Leprechaun <laughs> script? Is literally just reuse that. That'd be so funny. Well, wouldn't that's, Candyman that's, versus Leprechaun have come first? The Candyman versus Leprechaun script got recycled into the Freddy versus Jason script. And that's what we got. <laughs> They're like, eh, we have this piece of shit laying around. But the, the director's like, that's fine. I, I don't even give a shit about either of these characters. Do that. Let's make money. But everyone goes into the basement to check, and they can't find him, but they hear noises, and we get a rat fake out. Yeah, they do a lot in this. They do this a few times in this movie before, like, everyone sees the leprechaun. Of, like, someone will run up and be like, something grabbed me! Or, like, I saw the leprechaun! And, like, a rat will pop out. Or later, like, Jennifer Aniston's like, I got grabbed by something! And the dad's like, oh, it's probably a possum. <laughs> yes, yeah. things that have awesome to grab. Yes. Yeah. They have opposable thumbs, you know. Famously. For grabbing. Can you imagine how terrifying it'd be if, like, you're driving and you see a possum on the road, but it just has, like, the leprechaun's hands, but, like, that <laughs> size walking down the road? Human hand. <laughs> yeah. I am immediately turning my vehicle around 
and going back to wherever the hell I came from. I'm texting Liz, good luck. <laughs> Everyone goes outside and they see a rainbow when it wasn't raining. And Ozzy and Alex go running to it because of course they do. Alex is a child and Ozzy is Ozzy. Man Ozzy child. is also a child. They find an old truck that is like sunk into the ground. You guys have seen these. It's like rusted over. It's basically returned to the earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Ozzy goes, let's hotwire it. No, Alex yeah. Alex said about hotwiring and Ozzy okay. said, well, I don't think so, the battery would work. <laughs> they dig around it and they find the gold. And Ozzy's like, this is how you tell if it's real when he goes to do the thing where you bite the gold coin, but he accidentally swallows it somehow. Of course. Well, because, you know, food. bumbling sidekick. Did you guys see the size of this coin? I don't oh, think yeah. you could swallow it. No. It's getting stuck. <laughs> yeah. You're this, going this... to require surgery to remove this. Yes. But they, they're they all ecstatic about all their new, that they're rich now. They found all this gold. And Alex goes, we can get you an operation to make you smart. <laughs> it's your brain. brain. It's so weird. <laughs> It's so mean. Yeah. Later, he he reveals he goes. I know there's no operation, but it made him feel better. That makes him feel better. Yeah, it seems I don't like think it did. He knows, like he's like a man child, but he knows enough to be like, well, I know we can't hotwire this car that's been sitting out there. It's not like he doesn't know anything. So it's almost like what was in Suspiria when the um helper comes in and they're like oh yes he's very he's a very good helper but extremely ugly and like his face changes and like the lady looks shocked it's like it's okay he can't understand you it's like i think he can understand you oh he can definitely understand you but back at the house tori's by the truck and leprechaun reaches out and is like caressing her leg and she goes oh nathan why is nate why do you think nathan's hiding under the truck grabbing your leg well, you just saw him walk the other way. Yeah. Is, is he a silly motherfucker? Like, he runs around and crawls under the truck to touch your calf? What's going on? It's so great, because like, he, he, uh, she sees him behind her, and then the leprechaun, like, scratches her, and she runs over. It's like, I thought you were caressing my leg under the truck. And he's like, you would have let me? Like, <laughs> doesn't care that she's injured or anything. You'd let, you'd let me, like, rub all over you, like, already? And her dad's standing dad, right there. Yeah, yeah it shoots him a look. And then that's like, oh, it's probably a possum or something. I know what it feels like when a man caresses my leg, dad. Like, you, you do? do? <laughs> Thank God they get rid of the dad character at some point. Yeah, I feel bad. As a father, I feel bad for the dad <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> it's hard to watch. Like, Jennifer Aniston is your daughter, and everyone's just trying to fuck her. It's like, Steve, you have a hose all the time and a broom. Get back! Back, I say! <laughs> it's why I can shoot. <laughs> but the leprechaun is hiding in a tree imitating a cat. And then I was like, oh, see? There's your your possum. And he goes in there, like, trying to, like, come here, kitty. And he reaches his hand in, and the leprechaun bites his hand, like, viciously, and pulls it out, it's bleeding everywhere, so they all leave for the hospital, but they all get in the truck, but Alex, the truck starts, it stops, like, go fix it, child! (laughs) Alex has to go around and make the truck start. What is the thing he says that was the problem? The distributor cap. But all he does is, like, he touches it. Like, he, like, rubs his hands on it, and then it's like, okay, we're good. 
And they're all still acting like this is like some kind of a cat bite. But if you look at the bite mark on his hand, it's clearly like a humanoid bite. This would yeah. be like a mountain lion bit you. <laughs> There's not even a shark in that tree. Yeah. It looks like a human's bite. Also, this dad had to expect to get bit no matter what, even if it was a cat. I don't know if you guys, like, it, I've had cats for years, and you try to grab them when they don't want you to grab them, and they will still bite you. They don't care. So you're trying to corner a cat in a tree being like, here, kitty, kitty. It's not going to turn out well. <laughs> no, no, not at all. my cat loves me. But also, that, it's a weird my trope of... respects me. The kid that can, like, fix every car. It's like in Phantasm, like, Tommy did it in Friday the 13th Part 4. There's this kid. Like, what's up with that? They all leave in the truck that has now been fixed, and the leprechaun goes into the barn, gets a tricycle, and follows after them. Oh, and, like, that awesome, like, 1920s sped-up film speed. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Alex and Ozzy go to a coin shop when they drop the dad off at the hospital to get the coin appraised, and he's like, this is worth, this is incredible, I'd say it's priceless even, they're shooting each other a look, like, do you mind if I keep it overnight and I can study it more, and he writes them a slip up for it and everything in case he takes it, I guess. You ain't gonna lose it, is you? Um, yeah, um, I've taken a few things to get appraised here and there, and sometimes they will keep it, you know. Because not everybody is Rick from Pawn Stars who has, you know, a guy on speed dial. <laughs> um, but they, they will write you up like a res- uh, like a holding receipt that if something would happen to it, now the shop owner is liable. Uh, okay. That is a but thing that happens. Alex and Ozzy leave and the shop owner's in his shop and he goes open up the safe and the leprechaun pops out of the safe and bites the man. <laughs> Think of this guy. Like, one, I want to talk about this store. It's clearly someone's basement of a house that they dressed up as a store, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But but also, it, sometimes those are the best stores you can find, though. You know, the random oh, yeah. someone's basement house, someone's basement store. So, look, I know I'm stupid for looking for logic in the leprechaun movies. <laughs> But he he pops out of the safe, doesn't he? Yeah. Isn't like the later sequels? They're like if you lock him in a safe, you're you're good because they're allergic to iron or something like that. That's one of their weaknesses. Yes. This is a different okay. leprechaun. It, but it works for leprechauns. He's a leprechaun. He's different but one. Not. It's like this. if I ever found a vampire, I'd give him a cold shower. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that only that only works on British vampires. True. But anyway, the leprechaun bites him and attacks the dude, and then we get the pogo stick kill. Oh, God. <laughs> I love this kill. It's ter- it's horrible. It's great, but it's horrible. Of like <laughs> so lep- he played one, he went pogo on his lung. <laughs> he's just like hopping all over him, and like at points you just see like they cut to this Warwick Davis, and you can tell he's just like on the ground lifting the pogo stick up. <laughs> Great, isn't it? It's amazing. Like, he it looks like he's hopping like half an inch. Then it cuts to the guy, and it's like wham, wham. <laughs> hey, to Warwick Davis, half an inch is like three feet for us. He's a small man. <laughs> he is. But yeah, that dude's obviously dead. And at the end, the leprechaun cleans his shoes. And I would like to point out 
just makes it worse. It just smears blood all over. <laughs> yeah, there you I, go. We're nice and shiny. There's. A, he was also. It looked like he was wearing like moccasins. I don't think you can make those shiny. No, no but they're generally a suede leather. Yeah, so he's just like just buffing and buffing forever. <laughs> Then the leprechaun gets a new car. He has, like, a little kid's, like, metal toy car that you could, like, pedal and sit in. Oh, yeah, because he also brings his pogo stick with him. Because he's driving down the highway and you see the pogo stick in the back. So he's like, I like, like this a, weapon. And, like, a bunch of stuffed animals. Yeah. <laughs> like, he brought friends. And then, for some reason, he sets up the base at, like, the old truck. Like, every vehicle he steals, he parks at the old truck. Yes. What's his house? Like you said, he gets pulled over here when he's driving the stuffed animals on his pogo stick. He goes, the cop's like, aren't you a little young to be driving? No, I'm 600 years old. He's like, that's very funny. Take off the Halloween mask. And the leprechaun's insulted. nice to make fun of a leprechaun. He claws the cop's face. Uh, takes the cop's gun and he chases the cop and we get the tree hide and seek scene here. <laughs> Which is just bad shit. Sh- this is great. Uh, this reminds me of the final deletion with Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. If anyone yeah. knows that. Yeah, yeah. But he I jumps on the cop's shoulders and finally snaps his neck. Well, he's having the greatest time. The leprechaun just loves fucking with people. And at one point, the cop's like, what the fuck am I, like, what have I gotten myself into? Like, I thought I was pulling over a child in, like, a pedal car. Like, now a leprechaun is killing me. He really is just living his best life throughout this whole movie. Back at the diner that Tori and Nathan are at, we get the vegetarian dialogue, and he reaches down, see this shoe? Leather! Just, are you a hypocrite? Like, all, all this stuff. Yeah, and at one point he's like, you need to put some meat in your bones, eat some meatloaf. And she's like, don't you know what that is? That's a dead animal. I'm not going to eat that. And it's just like, okay, just... And then she won't even drink the water. She's like, I need, like, Evian spring water. Like, if we're being honest, this, this entire diner scene could have been cut. Should have been this- cut. This Should is one of the times the director meant. was looking at his watch being like, fuck, I gotta make an hour and a half movie for some reason. I can't make it a little bit shorter, so we gotta keep stretching these scenes out. Keep going, guys. Complain about the meatloaf. <laughs> this would have been a great 82-minute move- movie. Yeah, or like a like a, a an episode of like a TV show that did like scary like sh- episodes, like each one, like a creep show episode or something. No, it needs longer than that. Yeah, no, because at the hour mark, I was like, what else are they going to do? We still have an ha- half an hour left. <laughs> I'm having a great time at that point. An, an hour twenty, like an hour 20, great timeline for this movie. Hour and a half went on a little too long. Oh, we never mentioned this is a Corey pick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I picked this one. Corey's fault. The Brett, d- direct your anger towards him, not me. <laughs> But back at the house, the leprechaun is there. The people aren't there yet. And he's searching for his gold all through the house. He pulls out Lucky Clover's cereal. And he goes, Dad? Which is a Lucky Charms ripoff. <laughs> and dude, I love when he looks in the mirror and scares himself. It's so stupid, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's, like, admiring himself. 
the fun fact about the Lucky Clovers is originally they had the rights for Lucky Charms that they agreed to let them use their cereal. And then when they realized how like scary and like more gory it was and everything, they pulled it. Which the end line, fuck you, Lucky Charms, was put in also as a dig at Lucky Charms <laughs> for pulling their ad from the movie. <laughs> nice. See, at the very end, when they did a second Lucky Charms joke, I was like, no, you get one. You get one or the other. Do not do two. I already heard that. <laughs> I don't know. I think the end is like the most iconic final girl line coming from this little boy, though. Well, then cut out the cereal scene. No, you need them both. Yeah, to pad the runtime. The cereal scene implies something troubling to Leprechaun lore. Hmm. We've established that all these Leprechaun movies are different Leprechauns, right? Yes. Yes. Because they even say they're different ages and stuff. So, of course, they're just different leprechauns that all look the same. But he looks at the cereal box. This leprechaun does looks nothing like him and goes, Dad? So does that mean there's leprechauns that look different than him? He's just a horrible looking one. Greg, what and, are you trying to say? Second, are you trying to say all leprechauns look the same? In the movies, yes. Until the last two. But that's species. That's speciesist. Part two is revealed leprechauns are born in litters. <laughs> so my headcanon is every leprechaun movie we see is from the same litter, and that's why they look the same. I'll accept it. Okay. I like it. But he also finds all the shoes and starts cleaning them all and everything, and then he leaves. Our four humans minus the dad come back home, and they find the mess and the shoes everywhere, and Ozzy is convinced it's a leprechaun and no one believes him. And I'm very appreciative that they skip the cleanup montage and cut right to when everything is clean. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't Nathan say something about, like, maybe it was a bear? They wander down here sometimes. And it's like, did the bear put all the shoes on the table? Like, no bear would stack shoes like this. <laughs> But Ozzy and Alex are discussing how do you kill a leprechaun. I forget the way they come up with how they would do it. It's was, Doesn't Alex just say you'd shoot it? Yeah, Alex said he'd pull out a three fifty seven. Yeah, that's right. Oh, they keep ringing this little bike bell thing, don't they? And But then yeah. they stop and they still hear the ringing everywhere. And Nathan goes outside to check and he steps into a fucking bear trap? Well, I yeah, mean, it's, it's well accepted in Leprechaun lore that they always carry bear traps. Oh, so, okay. This is it's now not. probably the 13th of the game that the killer just has bear traps. Yes. And, dude, this is like the Leprechaun just shows up as dancing around him, laughing and taunting him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, the Leprechaun, it, like, a lot of times the monster will, like, creep in the shadows and lurk and, like, most of the people don't really get a good shot of him. The Leprechaun just pops right out and like, hey! Like, all around him. <laughs> what is he, the Leprechaun from The Simpsons now? <laughs> but he says he's gonna amputate his leg, but he gets it free and they start fighting and then all the people come out and start beating down the Leprechaun, which just looks like a mugging when you look at it. <laughs> And they tell Ozzy to call the police, and oh God, Nathan shoots yeah. the leprechaun with a shotgun, but then they can't find him, he just starts firing into the bushes, and Ozzy calls the Boy. police and tells them, he breaks the number one throbbing with horror rule. I'll say, yes. he does not listen to the show. He does the, he tells them about the evil monster. You just say the things that happened, 
uh, some guy did it. We didn't get a good look at him. You don't say a leprechaun is attacking us because then they're like, okay, Ozzy, sure, sure, sure. And then they're so like, the oh, army the last and the navy are... and the marines. Last week it was a uh, Bigfoot. Uh, he's got imagination on him, doesn't he? <laughs> so you could say a small man wearing a green hat and a beard is attacking us. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, also, just have someone besides Ozzy call if he does this all the time. Yeah, don't send Ozzy. It should be the general rule. If their name is Ozzy, don't send them. They've set up that Ozzy makes up stories constantly about UFOs and whatnot. So he's known for this. Tori asked, tell me you didn't tell them it was a leprechaun, did you? Like, of course I did! It was not it? Because Tori listens to this show. Yes. Apparently. Back inside, Nathan's like, I put six rounds in that thing. How many times did he shoot him, Brett? Oh. Well, he shot just like the leprechaun runs into a bush. He like unloads like the entire shotgun into one little specific spot of the bush, wasting all of his ammo that he has at the moment. And there's like, huh? The leprechaun's not there. Of course it fucking isn't. Well, I mean, depending on whether he, that or shot's loaded with slugs or birdshot. It's a shotgun! Spray around a little bit! <laughs> I'll set you up to do your Loomis impression. Oh, was it six? I didn't know yeah. how many times it was. I shot him six times! No! They all get in the truck, it doesn't start, so Alex has to go fix the distributor cap again, but oh, yeah. Leprechaun reappears and breaks through the windshield and... Bites Ozzy's ear, but they burn him with a cigarette lighter. This is getting wild here. It's great because he opens up the hood and the leprechaun has the distributor cap in his mouth and he's chewing on it. <laughs> also, he's like, oh, I got to go jiggle the cords again. Better touch the motor to make it start. <laughs> oh, and and you see back then, instead of just having the those, th those little holes in your car be a power adapter, they used to plug a thing in there to light your cigarettes with. I remember those. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. You were still seminal fluid. My first car had one. My favorite car I ever had was a 94 Camry, and it had cigarette lighter. I and actually, an ashtray. I actually still have the cigarette lighter out of my first car that I bought. I remember when you could still smoke in a mall. <laughs> Leprechaun runs to the barn, and then we're introduced to his scrap car that he's made. Yeah, and it, this tiny little go-kart rams this pickup truck which is very heavy pickup trucks are huge which is why i don't like to drive them and my car is super teeny and especially and, those old early like late 80s oh, early 90s trucks yeah they it, were the huge go-kart with a pitchfork on the top of it makes this truck roll like three times <laughs> i see no problem with this visit with these physics I'm just guessing leprechaun magic, but I don't know. That's the best well, I, I mean, can come up with. If it was a shitty Chevy S10, then yeah, it would flip over like that a bunch of times. Hi, Rob! <laughs> if it was a sob, it would get destroyed by that go-kart. <laughs> Hi, Rob! <laughs> That's for shitting on my favorite song on Dead Man's Party, you bastard. They all run and hide, and they're chased back into the house. The leprechaun almost grabs him, but they cut off his hand with the door. The hand goes back to him, and Tori's like, I'll call the police for my portable, is what they call cell phones back then. <laughs> yeah, yes. So funny. Yes, back in the day, that is what we called them. 
Dispatch goes to send the cop out, but it's Leprechaun in the cop car from the cop he killed, imitating the cop's voice. More powers that we're just learning. The Leprechaun is, like, parking all of his vehicles that he's stolen around the old truck. Now he's acquired a cop car, and he never turns the lights off. I guess he just likes them. Well, I mean, it's already been established that he can take people's voices. He did it with uh, He did it with uh, Mrs. O'Grady. Yes. Oh, no, my um, husband's a human trafficker. <laughs> Tori still doesn't think it's a leprechaun at this point. And <laughs> She's in strong denial. Ozzy accidentally tells them about the gold, and so Tori goes out to the well for the gold, gets it, and the leprechaun appears, but she gives it to him. Sounds like me gold. Looks like me gold. Smells like me gold. Tastes like me gold. He's all excited and starts counting it, and Tori runs back inside. Yeah, and she's like, it's over. It's it's over with. It's finished. We're done. And this was when I went, yay. And I looked at the movie. I was like, we still got half an hour. <laughs> Why do you think it was over here? It's I don't know, because like this is the perfect place yet. for it to stop. Because what they do with it from here on out isn't great. It's fine. It's more of the same, but now it's like we've been seeing it forever, so it's like not as charming as it once was. You're more of the same. He counts all the gold, and he's one coin short. And they're inside. Me coin! Alex opens the fridge, and the leprechaun jumps out. (laughs) He does love to put himself inside things. Brett, if it ended there, we wouldn't have this moment, and... He accidentally cooks his hand on the stove, and then we get cabinet peekaboo. Come on, we ain't missing like the best parts of this movie. Oh, where it's like yeah. he appears in this cabinet, and he says a one-liner, and they open it up again. Oh, he's not in that one. And it's oh, look at that cabinet. He came out of that cabinet now. He says a one-liner. He closes it. Oh, he's in there. Open. Oh, oh, he's not in that cabinet either. There's one more. Ca- oh, I bet you he's in that cabinet. He's not in that cabinet either. And he appears in a whole nother cabinet. It's so it's so like okay. This is Deathgasm all over again. What are you expecting? I didn't pick this. All over again. No, this is better than Deathgasm. You're better than Deathgasm. Yes. (laughs) Everything is. Also, during Captain Peekaboo, he reaches out and grabs Nathan by the cock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pinches him right in the dick. Nathan gets a boner. It's like, oh no, I have a new fetish. (laughs) He's awoken something in me. He comes down the chimney randomly, gets shot, and then we get the skateboard hallway scene where he's on a different pose on the skateboard every time it's going back and forth. It's fantastic. And they have unlimited ammo with this shotgun because they just keep shooting it all over the place and they never run out of bullets. You don't have to reload in movies, Brett. It's it's Oh, yeah, this is definitely one of those. They they entered the cheat code at the beginning to get unlimited (laughs) ammo. Then the leprechaun calls Tori's portable and goes, where's the rest of me gold? And this baby hand comes through the phone. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. They're, now they're trying to do Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, That, that was, was a tongue. tongue. Yes, but same, same no, kind of thing, though. Brett, it's coming out of the receiver. Brett, 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 Brett it's different. No, Very different. they're trying to do it. Right, it's different. So different. Completely di- different body part, completely different thing. Yeah, but it's not doing similar it with- No. No, it's not. I'm older than you and writer than you. You're also the intern. Corey, you're promoted. Whee! If this is 
this was all my. I brought you on, Greg. <laughs> the rise of Mecha Cory. But Ozzy tells them about the swallowed coin. <laughs> they decide they're going to go to the rest home to talk to old man Gr- O'Grady. And Who isn't away- dead? Yes, he's not dead. But they get away by running outside with a box full of shoes and just throwing shoes behind them because the leprechaun cannot resist shoes and has to shine all of them. I love the fact that every time they throw it, he just hisses at them like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Throw the shoes further. It's like, oh God, this is how your killer is being taken down. It's like, this is how we're distracting him. Like, throw shoes at him. (laughs) But they get away and the leprechaun's chasing after them on roller skates holding onto the car, but he crashes through what I can only describe as a paper fence. Yeah, and it's the Looney Tunes outline of his body. Yes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Tori gets Classic. the room number, the room list from a sleeping guard at this old folks home, and she goes to Mr. O'Grady's room, and his back is turned to her in the wheelchair, and of course it's the leprechaun, and he chases after her, but not running, just in the wheelchair, scooting very fast with the sped-up footage. Oh yeah, it's funny, because right before, because he like comes out of the room in the wheelchair, and it's at this point, it's at the sped up footage, but at the very beginning of it, he has to put his hat on real quick, and then he goes! <laughs> well, that the, the, the hat's part of it, Brett. Oh yeah, he has to wear the hat. Director's like, don't forget your hat, and he's like, fuck, goddammit. <laughs> Gotta take the wig off. She gets in the elevator, and Mr. O'Grady's just in the elevator ceiling. <laughs> he's just hanging out of the ceiling. He tells her about the four-leaf clover and then just dies. It's like, the director said you have to make this movie last for about 15 more minutes. So go to the four-leaf clover patch beside the house. (laughs) They go to the four-leaf clover patch at the house. Yeah, he tells her about it. She's in in an elevator after running away from the leprechaun. It's chasing her all over the place. Cut to, she's just in her Jeep, driving away. How'd she get out of the hospital? How did she escape the leprechaun? It just, all know. that's cut out. It doesn't matter. Just, oh, she's in the Jeep now. I would say, I would rather see the escape from the old folks' home than the clover picking. Exactly. They could have They'll, actually done something like fun with that. Just like, more of the same that they've been doing. No, let's look all of the characters look at plants for like the last bit of the movie. I'm not saying it's a perfect movie. I'm just saying it's fun. <laughs> like you said, they're all searching for clovers here. And except for Alex, who's setting up booby traps in the barn, but the leprechaun is watching him do this because he can teleport. And Tori's giving up, and Ozzy gives her this pep talk about, no, we don't give up. When you're your darkest, that's when you'll... All this kind of... It's bad. What's happened for the game? I found a four-leaf clover once. All I had to do was believe. She's like, fine, I believe. God damn it. Fuck. At one point, she does say fuck in this movie. So they use their fuck quota, at least. But she's like, fine, fine, I believe. And then all of a sudden, she just grabs a thing of dirt, and there's like, oh, there's one. Well, yeah, they had to put this to an end somehow. <laughs> Little Leprechaun grabs Alex at the board and is going to bear trap this kid's head, but Ozzy <laughs> distracts him and tells him how he ate the coin, and of course the Leprechaun's like, then it's your belly I want! <laughs> Chases after him. <laughs> <laughs> and 
This is our Clover Slingshot. Fuck you, Lucky Charms from Alex. Goes right into his mouth, and the Leprechaun just starts melting with a really cool effect and falls yeah. into the well. I have to say, the melt effect is pretty awesome. It's a good melt. Yeah, and like a cool puppet and whatnot that they Not have. Gremlins good. Not no, Gremlins no. good. No. Few are. Few are. <laughs> Then, again, I just feel so bad. Ozzy's like, I did a smart thing, didn't I? Yeah, Ozzy, you sure did. The leprechaun crawls back out of the whale. The the whale. <laughs> the whale. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechaun crawls right back out of that damn whale. <laughs> but he's knocked back in. Nathan pours gas in, lights it, and it explodes. Next morning, cops arrive, except we get some narration I'll not rest till I have me gold. I'll be back. Yeah, so the leper, you can never actually really kill a leprechaun. It's just, like, always going to be around and, like, spirit, at least. Just waiting to, like, be manifested back. Well, I'm just saying, if yeah. we hear him talking, I'm not putting him on the death list. No, I would agree. Well, you couldn't anyway because he comes back in Leprechaun. This specific Leprechaun comes back in Leprechaun Returns. Yeah, it does. Legacy sequels are tricky. I never know whether to count him as canon or not. But still, regardless, he's not on there. And that is our St. Patrick's Day special, Leprechaun. And then the movie ended, and I was like, yay! (laughs) It's up! Dude, some of the shit we've watched, this doesn't even compare. I mean, it's not... Stop hating my picks. It's not terrible. It's not definitely the worst movie I've ever seen. But I feel like this would have been a great like hour-long made-for-TV movie. No. Because it's being an having an R rating. It's not even like they do any extreme gore. Like, oh, the leprechaun knows the coins in Ozzy's belly and he rips them open and the intestines are everywhere and he's digging through them or something. That would have been cool. But like, we get like kind of some blood in the pogo stick scene like i'm we sorry get a couple pogo stick kill is getting nominated for a throbby oh that's not winning <laughs> well and let's be honest you you can't kill ozzy was at the time ozzy was the biggest star in this movie other than warwick davis yeah that's true i would put no, i want to mention this real him. quick speaking of our movie star this jennifer aniston what kind of shorts are she wearing <laughs> that I kept thinking they were ripped the entire time. They're very Daisy nice, Dukes. very nice shorts that are very Daisy. pretty. Daisy Dukes. Yes, but why the patchwork and everything to the point? I'm like, did she split her pants the whole movie? <laughs> I think it was a style choice. And then also, yeah. who the fuck fixed them then? I th- <laughs> In the early 90s, there was kind of a, a hippie revival kind of going on, so... It could have been a little of that. <laughs> like how one happened randomly at my high school in like 2011. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know what happened in high schools in 2011. I would I hope was, not. <laughs> I, was, I was already married and on the way to having a kid. C- Corey was on the way to being Mr. O'Grady's roommate at the nursing center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, golly gee, the whole world's in front of me. Now I'm like, ah, I just turned 30. My back hurts. I have to eat celery now. I can't eat cheeseburgers like I used to. <laughs> I can't even eat cheese. You guys ready for Count of the Dead? Let's do yes. the count. Let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, every week, the Throwing with Her Count of the Dead, where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Leprechaun? Four. I'll say four. That sounds good. Yep, you guys got it. It's four. Yay! 
But that's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. Bagpipes! I can't do a bagpipe sound. Um, so basically I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie one through ten, one being the worst and ten being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. Okay, I know it's not really this like movie doesn't take place on St. Patrick's Day, but this is on Sci-Fi Channel every St. Patrick's Day. So I'm gonna do St. Patrick's Day things. Okay. So a number one St. Patrick's Day thing, the worst St. Patrick's Day thing, is The Hangover, and it's horrible, and, like, you ate a bunch of, like, horrible, shitty food, so you probably have, like, diarrhea also. I thought you meant the movie, I'm like, did that take place on St. Patrick's Day? No, just, like, you have, like, a terrible, like, hangover, and you're throwing up, and you're like, why did I do this? Are you saying corned beef and cabbage is a bad idea? I love it! But sometimes putting everything all together with whiskey and beer and it all mixes together, it congeals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm going to do the number 10 St. Patrick's Day thing. The best St. Patrick's Day thing is what made you get that hangover, which was the night before, and all of the drinking you got to ha- get to do, and all the fun you got to have. Yeah, I'm too like, old for fun. For sure, you are around some kind of like Irish pub that has like one of those like Irish bands with the weird instruments in them. Like the things that you listen to <laughs> once a year. No, no, those are all year long things in the, uh, in the intern Corey household. <laughs> um, I'm going to give, and I didn't absolutely hate Leprechaun. It's nowhere near the worst. I'm going to give it four things on St. Patrick's day out of 10. It's some things are funny. It goes on way too long. Like I said, I think this should have been like a made-for-TV movie kind of thing because they didn't even use the R rating to their full potential. But it's all right. It's fun. You watch it once a year on St. Patrick's Day. The disrespect. Yeah, yeah. You definitely disrespected this movie. Leprechaun's coming after you. Poor poor Leprechaun. This masterpiece. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 7 out of 10. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> this is watching a Dropkick Murphys live stream, you know, with a Guinness in your hand. I'm pretty close. I went six St. Patrick's wow. Day things out of ten. A rare one where I rate it the lowest. <laughs> Not that rare. Not that Corey rare at all. You seem to be pretty low. Of me, Corey. Yeah, usually, Corey picks usually one. <laughs> Uh, that's all I think I got on Leprechaun. That's all I got. After the disrespect shown to one of horror's great icons, but... Hey, you two played it up enough. I had to hate on it some. I gave it a four. I could have given it less. What I give Deathgasm? One? A three. What I give Predator? Point one? <laughs> that doesn't count. That's not in the rules. <laughs> Well, we hope that the leprechaun has left your brain throbbing with horror. Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, you can also support the show by going onto our Tee Public site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on.